It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's a place here at the table. Your coats go by the door. You can kick your shoes off in that pile on the floor. I hope you wore elastic because your waistband's going to get tight. Take time's done wear Welcome back from Rochester. Thank you so much. It was a journey. How many days were you there, and what is the flight like to Rochester? Wow. Um, the flight to Rochester is really interesting. I'd say half the plane um, are like young people who maybe go to college there, and the other half are proud boys. <gasps> oh, my God. Sorry, I was not expecting that to be the other half. I wow. sat down on this flight. A guy sitting next to me, this was on the way there, was... Very large, very large beard, did not smell great, Mm -hmm. maybe hadn't showered in a while, and was (laughs) like... Our whole last episode about showering. (laughs) Listen in. And was like talking to his phone, like getting really, watching videos and like getting really pumped up. Oh, God. And just like housed two bags of Cheez-Its like without even swallowing. (laughs) Just down, just popped them open, just down. And I was like, this, I'm frightened. My um, friend Jenna was saying that she was at Disneyland mm. last week and that she kept on seeing people in white supremacist clothing. No. Yes. What does that mean? Um, okay, wait, hold on. She told me exactly what it was that they were wearing, but it was it definitely was not like I believe in Auschwitz, but it was like a clothing label that is like known. Oh, okay. I guess there's a subset of Under Armour gear. No. That, like, I don't think it's obviously Under Armour sponsored, but it's, like, a subset of Under Armour gear that the white supremacists have, like, latched onto and have sort of, like, worn as, started wearing as, like, their badge of, if you know, you know, kind of thing. No thanks. God, just terrifying. And in the happiest place on earth, no less. The nerve. Well, here we are. Well, here we are. We're not giving any more audio, radio time to... Extremist groups. Yeah. Um, did you have a night this week? Oh right. Sorry. Okay. Kramer. Kramer. <laughs> one of our one of our big listeners. Before I discuss whether or not I had a night, I would say generally no. I feel like I had a lot of like feeling really tired at eleven and then getting into bed nights, which is very dorky. But um, Kramer wanted us to talk about Jewish breads, both the thickest challah and the thinnest matzah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the conversation ends there. Yeah, I mean, what? I mean, could you say that like rye is quintessentially Jewish? Sure. Oh yeah. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I feel like a rye is a rye with, but it has to have the, a seed, and it. it has to have the pumpernickel seed. Wait, yes. Is that a pumpernickel seed? Couldn't caraway seed. Caraway seed. Sorry, guys. Ugh. That was so embarrassing. What a mix-up. Gotta get your seeds right. I know. Get that checked. <laughs> um. Oh, speaking of, we will be doing a nut tasting later in the episode. I know. You're all so excited about that. 
I, I know I am. to see if our palates can de- decipher. Um, okay, but uh, I did not have a night, but I ate a lot of memorable-ish meals, the most memorable of which is we went to our friend Malki and Yosef's last night, Yosef slash Shmuley. Um, and she homemade schnitzel. Oh, I sorry, I put a clove. Ari's drinking a hot toddy, and she just pulled a clove out of her mouth. I put a clove in. Yeah, but she's looking at it like it's a turd that here. she just pulled out. Yeah, I put a clove in a anise, a star anise. Thank you. I hope it tastes okay. She was home making schnitzel, mm. so you could like hear the oil gurgling. I mean, I was just so impressed. Have, I would never deep fry at home. I know your one story about deep frying, which led to a fire. A fire. Correct. I also would never deep fry at home because I find it incredibly hard to get the smell out. Mm. This like didn't smell and it was so good. In fact, I have three schnitzels sitting in my fridge. Talk (gasps) about the ultimate chicken finger. She did it with like pounded chicken. It was so fucking good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wait. So last week I went to, I went to two openings of two different plays because I am just so popular. And the first one I... There, during um, the after party, past hors d'oeuvres, one of them was, it was like your description of the best chicken finger and honey mustard sauce from last oh. week's episode was brought to life. Oh my God. And right I before my eyes, that translucent that honey mustard. the caterer was listening to our podcast. Apparently. And translated it perfectly. I was, the translucent honey mustard, yeah. I almost screamed and I said to everyone who I was sitting with, like, did you, uh, on our show, we, that's the, that's what the... <laughs> Yeah. They're like, we don't listen to your show. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what other opening did you go to? You went to the trees at the play at Playwrights Horizons. Good. And I went to Chris's show, Russian Troll Farm in Rochester. Yes. Russian Troll Farm. Russian Troll Farm. So guys, if you're in Rochester (laughs) or feel like bringing your booty up to Rochester, go see Russian Troll Farm. Sure. Go see my husband. Hopefully we'll move to New York. It's Um, a comedy. It's a comedy. Of errors. Just kidding. It's just a comedy. I of haven't trolls. seen it. Um, did you have a night this week? I mean, I went to two openings, so um, I went out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That counts for sure. Yeah. I also went to Russian Samovar. I love oh that place. Oh, my God. I love Russian Samovar. I just had a, I had a shot of dill vodka. And love it. Was, it. But I think the thing to get there is horseradish vodka. Always. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, wait. Hold on. I have to find what... Kramer's other suggestion was because I recall it actually being a little bit helpful. You're welcome, Kramer. Okay. Uh, the ones you ask always risk a non-answer is what he said. Like, did you eat... What did you eat this week is too vague. Did you have a night? The answer could be no. So what about, like, what was your best sip or bite this week? Or something that must have an answer. All right, let's try it. What was your best sip or bite this week? Okay, my best sip was, I don't think my worst sip, I had a disgusting cocktail that I took <gasps> one sip of, a mezcal, coqui america, no, no, Mos- mezcal, moly bitters, it sounded so good on the page, it sounded like savory, and then it was straight up cough medicine, that was very disappointing, oh, Ugh. I did want to just like have a moment to talk about these cocktail bars, where they're doing bespoke cocktails, because I always want to order one from the menu because I'm like, you guys have put so much thought into it and they sound really interesting. But I always, I'm like, the classics are just so much better. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> like, I, you know, 
you have one sip of something and you're like, oh no, things the classics are a classic for a reason. Yeah, I think there are probably a couple places that I can't think of right now that I'm like, oh, I like this cocktail at this place. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. In general, it's... Like, give me a martini. Maybe if it's hot out, give me a Negroni. But then I'm done. I'm, then I'm like wine. Or I'm ordering the same thing again. Yes. I mean... But I was like, a margarita. Like, there are so many classics yeah, that margarita. fit under the umbrella of classic. Yeah. Sorry, classics that... Guys, I'm having a cider. It's actually a peri. It's made from pears. And I guess it's already it. going to my head. Um, what was your best sip or bite this week? I had a really good bite of white clam pizza. Mm, which, in Rochester? In Rochester. Yeah. That checks out. I feel like the leap from New Haven to Rochester is um, short. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> it's not geographically, but yeah, in my yeah. mind, makes sense. Makes sense. Really good. It's, I feel like white clam pie is, is great when the clams are almost like indecipherable from the texture of the pizza. Uh, totally. Do you know what yes. I mean? When it feels like very like craggy. Yes, absolutely. You know, I don't want it to be like shiny cheese and like lumps of clam. It no. needs to look like someone chopped the cheese and the clams and, and the, the garlic. And yes, the garlic. exactly. And it's like, it's so good. It's like, I know, it, and it's almost that the cheese, it almost looks like there's no cheese on it. And then you start eating it and you realize there's cheese. You know, it's like the cheese, it's, yes. not, like, it's not like a raised... Because it's not like there's no tomato sauce on it. If nobody's ever had a white clam pie, New Haven is famous for them. And it's... Sally's and Pepe's are the two places that are the most famous, and it's like a very thin crust pizza, kind of charred, and then it's just cheese, clams, like, but the clams are chopped yes. with, and then garlic, like, and This parsley. had a bunch of herbs, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? So I bet it is. At certain places, they probably, instead of just throwing the clams on, they probably make a sauce with the clams, and that's what's on the pizza. Yeah, yeah I mean yeah. that'd be way Almost easier. Almost like a vongole sauce, right? Or yeah. like with the bechamel, maybe. Fuck, Who knows? That sounds so good. Wow. Mm. Um, that's a really good best bite. Thank you. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I should talk about, but I went to a really bad restaurant and that was disappointing. God, I'm just I'm very negative today. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm not feeling negative. I just that happens to be. What's coming to mind? It's all right. It's Oscars week. It's Oscars week. I feel like that it's breeds the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, but a, a big energy, but also like potentially negative and ener- critical energy. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a lot going on. What? Who are you? Who are you rooting for? <laughs> well, I'm talking to a woman who's seen none of the films. That's so. <laughs> But the thing is, I feel like I have, and isn't that half the battle? Feeling like you've watched More. the films. I would argue that the people who made the films would say no. Feeling like you've watched the films is not half the battle. Okay. But sure. But in terms of being a good party guest at an Oscars viewing party, I am I can convince anyone I've seen any film. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that I do believe in. I think in terms of being a good guest, you just need to be a good bullshitter, right? You just need to have seen the trailer. Mm-hmm. And be like, that one was so crazy. We should do, maybe we should watch the all of the trailers, like, kind of before the red carpet and vote on best trailer. Oh, oh my God. I mean, a good trailer, I thought the trailer for Top Gun, if I recall it correctly, oh my God, it sent shivers down my spine. It was so perfect. Does Top Gun stand oh, a chance? Also, the Fableman's trailer was very good. Oh, yeah. Fableman's trailer was excellent. Yeah. 
He knows how to cut a trailer. He does. Um, all right. Here, as uh, somebody who has not seen any of the films, why don't you talk to me a little bit about um, what you love so much about um, Triangle of Sadness? Well, I love the director's work, having been a big fan of Force Majeure and The Square. Okay. And I like the way that he explodes... Um, themes of well any theme really like he's just a really bold director and is I and doesn't always follow like a kind of western linear form or a Hollywood form which Mm -hmm. I always you know totally respect and I just like that he goes to comedic uh, grotesque places in all of his films and I always love a movie that's about um you know class and making fun of the bourgeoisie. And I also love a, um, a stuck on an island, Gilligan's Island oh my God. moment. It turns out... I've seen it. Imagining that you've seen it is the same thing as having actually seen it. You exactly. Did a, you did a very good job. Thank you. That was really impressive. Thank you. Um, <laughs> maybe I should watch that tonight. I'm going to oh, watch all you, of them by Also, but you're going to love Triangle of Sadness, so I you know. should watch it. I know I am. You're going to... Okay, here's what I think you're going to love. Triangle okay. of Sadness. Okay. Um... Well, I think the list ends there. I loved Banshees. I saw Banshees. Oh, you saw Banshees. Yes. I loved Sorry, Banshees. I, was, I skipped over that when I was looking. I was caught between Elvis and All Quiet on the Western Front. Haven't seen either of those. The only one that I have, the only ones that I haven't seen are Avatar and All Quiet on the Western Front. I feel actually like tonight I could have the stamina for a war movie. Don't you feel like you have to be in such a specific mind frame, frame of mind for a war movie? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like some people can just jump right into anything. I'm like, no. Sometimes that's good, I think, when you're unprepared. I think I overthink the war movie. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if I can go there. I just get bored. Yeah. Well, because a lot of those war movies, a lot of it is about, like, the grand sweeping shots, and then it's about battle scenes. And I can't. I'm not that excited by battle scenes. I'm really not. I'm inured to it. Yes, exactly. It's just, I don't need any trenches. But people love it. Your husband loves it. Oh, my God. Lives for a war movie. Okay, favorite war movie. I don't even know. Saving Private Ryan, probably. Was that a movie or a series? What? It was a series. Wait. No. Which one am I thinking of? You're thinking of the Dead Eyes. Um, I met him. You when? Oh my god. Okay, guys, I went to a this woman named Nina Conti. If you're English, you probably know who she is. If you're American, you might not. She is a. Oh my god, I can't think of the word. This that I, 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 I'm talking, but I'm not talking. That thing. What What do you da, mean? Da, 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 da. She's a blabbermouth. No, she's a. I'm talking. She, she I'm talks talking. without moving her no. mouth. <laughs> oh my god, god. Ven, I, ventriloquist. Oh, she's a literal ventriloquist. Oh my god, wow, she's <gasps> hot young ventriloquist comedian. Oh, insane. Wait a second. I feel like I've heard her talk on the moth. And, oh, maybe. Or on, on, like, This American Life. And what she does is she does she plays, like, the dating, this thing called, like, the dating game, where it's basically, like, she'll bring people up from the audience, and she puts masks on them, mm-hmm. and then she operates the masks for them, uh-huh. and she speaks as them, like, in, you know, a made-up voice. Hilarious. It's so genius. But anyway, I met Connor Ratliff, who, mm-hmm. if you guys have not listened to Dead Eyes, it's so good. But I was so excited. I heard his voice, and I was like, oh, my God. I oh know. Oh, my God. I know. But wait, what was that show called? It wasn't called Saving Private Ryan. It was called like The Boys. Oh, Without. Bands of Brothers. Bands, bands, yes, there are so many. The Boys in the Band, the b- b- Brothers in Arms. Okay, Brothers in Arms. <laughs> I feel like Sounds every like war a war thing movie. is called right. 
I don't know. I'm, you know, I, I liked Dunkirk. I was going to say, I feel like Dunkirk is maybe my favorite war movie. I, I just thought it was really stunning. Couldn't name five war movies. Uh, Braveheart. Good. Now you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, Last of the Mohicans? Was that a war movie? No. Never saw it. It's not? I don't think so. Is he playing a Native American? I don't know. <laughs> Is Daniel Day Lewis canceled, guys? He will <laughs> never be canceled. He's the one actor, the only actor who is allowed to play things. You, he's such a shapeshifter that yep. he's allowed to play anything. Yep. <laughs> it's so unfair. Um, although he always looks like himself. I feel like he never does prosthetic stuff. No, that's true. Um, okay, wait, hold on. Back to, back to the Oscars. We're having a very small Oscar. I wouldn't even call it a bash. I would call it a soup song. Yeah, that. Um, well, we got to devise the money, but should we go through all the movies first? Yes. But you didn't even tell me what you think's going to win. Let's start there. Let's I just think name everything, it. everywhere, all at once is going to win. Me too. I'm very happy that that's going to win. That's so cool. <laughs> Having not seen it, she says. But yeah, it's so yeah, cool. And yet, <laughs> and yet, I have seen part of it. All right, what's that about? Because <laughs> you've seen the trailer. I've seen a no. minute and 30 seconds of it. Thank you very much. No, because I was walking through last summer. I lived near Fort Greene Park, and I was walking through the park, and on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, they, they show movies, and it was playing. Oh, that's so fun. And I was truly like, I, I think I watched for maybe five, ten minutes, and I was like, I cannot tell what movie this is because it you know apparently kind of bops around genres and yeah. I, and then when I I then I finally realized and I thought holy moly it's the movie it's, everyone's talking about yes it is I will be intrigued to hear what you think I have a feeling you might hate it I, I loved a, it I think you might hate it yeah I feel like a lot of people who have a li- who are like a little bit more I don't know. I, I, what? I'll be intrigued What? what? A little more what? Discerning? Well, that was the word that I was going to use. And then I was like, but that sounds like an Im- like a, an insult to the filmmakers and to True. everyone who loved it, including myself. Um, so it's not discerning. I think it's just some people are like, mm, it just wasn't for me. Yeah. I think you're not like a sci-fi fantasy person. And it's not, but it also kind of is. Yeah. I'm, I probably won't like it, but I will respect it. And I think that it's cool that... It's gotten all this buzz just because it's not a huge, big budget studio thing, and it just is an amazing story. And and <laughs> Ari is not uh, allowed to talk about the I know. movies anymore. <laughs> just to because the it's plot. an amazing story. story that's you right. Know? It's an amazing. What I love is just people telling stories and just like <laughs> taking the narrative form and flipping it on its head, you know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> anyone who subverts form in any way, I am a champion yeah. of their work. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we have Everything Everywhere All at Once, which I think is going to win. Tar, All Quiet on the Western Front, Discuss, War. Banshees, you've seen. It's Irish. They wear great sweaters. Incredible oh, costumes. my God. Very of the moment fashion in a way. I feel like there's this turn... Back to like, oh, uh, we we make everything by hand. You know, yes. it's very very extremely environmentally conscious, and everything is kind of bespoke and and that actually how people used to dress before yeah. industrialization. That's true. Yeah. Oh my god, how exciting! Elvis. Oh my god, Elvis. I thought I thought he was amazing, Austin Butler. But how do you feel about him still kind of talking like this? So I haven't seen him on any red carpet, so I don't know. But that sounds weird. Like Daniel Day Lewis, and he'll never be canceled again. I don't know. 
It's weird to me. No, I agree. I agree. I, I, but I'm like, is that actually his accent? Whatever. No, it's he not. He was great in the movie. Nothing bores me more than a war movie, I think, than a, than a Boz. I was very pleasantly surprised. Listen, Tom Hanks is in a fat suit. I couldn't. I, he comes on the screen and you can't stop laughing. <laughs> but also, Elvis's story is so moving. Okay. He was so talented. It's like a... Just amazing. I don't know. I do recommend it. All right. Um, you'll you'll hate it, but that's okay. Um, Fablemans, Top Gun, mm-hmm. Avatar, mm-hmm. Triangle of Sadness. Thank you. And Women Talking. Okay. Um, should we do them in order of like what we like the most and what we like the, the least? No, that's what the I Oscars think we should, should talk be. about. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. And last, pulling up in last that's place. Like, yeah, exactly. And the ninth best picture of the year. Yes, is, I mean it's no. true. They're the, how many movies are made a year, and they're the top ten. No, that's I think right. it's, it's an way honor better. just to be nominated. Exactly, it's better to be able to say it's an honor just to be nominated than to say it's an honor to be the ninth best film. I'm of just the year. saying the Oscars aren't long enough. I need another hour. I'm so. So excited for them this year. <laughs> Me too. We were we both missed last year. We missed last year, which is crazy. I'll, it's um, it's a little tragic. I don't think I've ever since I was born. When I was, when I was a mere two months old, I my mother held me as I watched the Oscars. I've never not watched them until that, perhaps the most epic of Oscars of our lifetimes. Because of the slap, you yes. think it was the most epic. That the kind of live epic. theater. I would say Adele Dazeem was up there in terms of epicness, guys. If you don't know what we're talking about, you better Google John Travolta Adele Dazeem immediately. Yeah, Adele Dazeem just also, brings me so much joy. What about the year that they thought La La Land won, and it was actually Moonlight? That was epic. That was incredible. Yeah, that was a very. I mean, that that for sure wins. I think most most dramatic moment. No, no, no. You're right. A real person slapping another real person on stage. It all. It all. It's Hollywood. There's I, drama no matter what. Yeah, and and the fact that it wasn't about. It, it had nothing to do with the movies. It was just some personal shit. It was amazing. And he's, but, but also with the La La Land, I mean, they were giving their acceptance speech. Now that is high drama. Yeah, I mean, I was so happy. I was so, I thought, I know, me too. I'm really happy. What's going to happen this year? Okay, I don't know. But what are we cooking? Frances McDormand could, who knows what could happen. She's always a, 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 you know, she's always being herself. I would love like a Francis McDornum, <laughs> Francie McDurdy. Um, I just watched their her Mac, Macbeth. Oh, uh, I never saw it. Um, don't watch it on a laptop. Uh, I think that about everything now. So do I. The only things you should be watching on a laptop are like bad reality shows and bad reality shows, not even good reality shows, like bad reality shows. Yeah, I did. I was very much against this, but my husband uh, forced it on me. Uh. Anyway, a, a Frances McDormand doing like a Kanye to Taylor moment at the Oscars. Wait, That's who's what Tanya to Taylor. Kanye. Con- oh, West. Kanye. Yes, like, yes. Kanye to Taylor. Could you Taylor. imagine? Sorry. Like, if, oh, you said Tanya to Taylor. <laughs> Frances McDormand comes up to like who's like a young nominee this year. Oh my God. That is um, really for Best Actress, well, right? Who's nominated for Best Actress? Oh God, I'd have to go back and look again. Oh, Stephanie Shu. No, she's Best uh, Supporting. supporting. Anyway. Is Michelle Yeoh nominated? Yeah, yeah, of oh, course. Shit, she's she's going to win. Um, I don't yeah, know if there is a young, a youngie. But anyway, just like a stealing an Oscars or like stealing a moment. That would be, that's the drama we need this year. Yeah. 
Well, I didn't think she should have won. I thought I should have won. Exactly. That was a good impression. <laughs> that was just an impression of like a general older person. I don't even know. That was really good, it's though. It's really weird. Your voice does start to change when you get older. Isn't that crazy? And I don't mean like old, old. I don't mean wizened, as we kept saying last week. Just like our voices, we're going to listen to this in 20 years. <laughs> Are we going to listen to this in 20 years? Probably not. <laughs> be like, oh my God, I used to sound like that. I don't think so. You think we're going to sound exactly the same? I feel like I know people who sound exactly the same, and it's so beautiful. Your mom definitely sounds the same. Yeah. And also people, um, you know when you're like listening to someone else's podcast, or like, you (laughs) know, just like the radio, and you're like, how old is that person? It turns out they're really old, but they have this young, lyrical voice. Oh my God, Harry and I were listening to something the other day, and we were like, this fucking 20-year-old journalist, she is driving me crazy. turns out she's like 65. Fuck yeah. Okay, fine, you're right. We're going to sound exactly the same. Until suddenly your voice changes and you sound really old. Maybe. But, but I'm not a smoker. No, that just happens to your vocal cords. They're a muscle. They get fatigued. I don't know. Okay, so let's talk about menus. If I don't think that we're going to do something themey, my plan is popcorn and Peking duck. Wow. And like greens. Wow, I'm so happy. Okay, great. I'm so happy. Um, it was Harry's suggestion. I think it's perfect. It's so perfect. With little buns. Buns or whatever it comes with. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Little wraps or buns. Where are you going to order from? This place, (gasps) Antiguan's, on 14th between 6th and 7th. It's so good. And it's crazy because it's so close. So it's Dongwei Tsai, which is like northeastern Chinese food. So it's like Beijing-style food. Or like just north of Beijing, but like Beijing-style food. And it's so good. So I'm I'm very excited. I haven't had their duck yet, but I trust it. I really trust it. Great. and then just like have a bunch of popcorn. Maybe I'll like ask you or Mal to bring something desserty. Maybe I'll, Mal loves Levain cookies. I'm like, that feels like oh, a very yeah. Oscar's Z yes. thing. Um, but we could do like a little like ice cream sundae bar. That could be oh, like sure. very Oscar's Z. Oh, okay, well, let's. That does feel very Oscar's you know We never I mean? get to do a sundae bar. Yeah, let's okay, do it. Okay, maybe we'll do that. Okay, wait, but let's pretend that we are doing. Exactly, on theme. Okay. Movie, a dish per movie? Yes, a dish per movie. Okay, here goes Ari just making everything up. Okay, everything, everywhere, all at once. What are you thinking? I'm thinking perhaps something that involves everything spice. Oh, great idea. You mean like like everything bagel spice? Yeah. Oh my God, that's so, yeah, yeah, that's great. Like on like some, I don't know, like I don't think it should be... You know, I want everything to be snack snackable. So, yes. so something. What what could you put it on that's like kind of fun? Could you make like homemade chips? Yeah, something or like you that? could do. I mean, this is dorky, but like a pita chip with like a smear, like a light smearing of of cream cheese. Yeah, and then just put some everything seasoning on it. Or you or could do chip. popcorn with everything yeah. seasoning on it. Yeah, delicious. Oh yeah, that's good. It's like what I mean. This what okay? Poppy seed, sesame seed. Garlic, onion, I think that's, salt. Is that it? Is that everything sure. don't everywhere? You, don't you think? I mean, what else could it be? That no, must I'm, be all that, that, that it is. I'm it's not sure. a caraway seed. There's no caraway <laughs> seed in there. I'll tell you that much. Although there could be. Is it like a fennel seed? Mm, no. No. No, you might not. be right. Is there another? Poppy seed. I said poppy seed. All right. Poppy and sesame. Poppy, sesame. Poppy seed. um okay i love that idea i had said like um rotelli you know like the wheel pasta yeah because it's very like like the wheel of time or like the wheel of like but that's too i actually think what you're saying is better and it's more direct 
the other direct thing, everybody's going to say hot dog, but like, that's not as fun. The people have seen the movie. Yes. yes it's <laughs> like, why would they say hot dog? Same. There's a beautiful scene where they have hot dogs for fingers. This is why I think you won't like it. I think you're going to be like, it's too random. Yeah. But I don't like random humor. And yet I thought this worked anyway. Okay. We're doing everything bagel seasoning on something. All right. Tar. Okay. You, do you want to go first with your idea? Well, Harry had the brilliant idea of just doing some very skinny breadsticks, a.k.a. a conducting baton. Yes. Which I think is maybe the best. Yes, that's the best. That's okay. what I was going to say, too, remembering that Harry had said that. I'll go, go out Harry. on the Western Front, mini schnitzel? <laughs> mini, mini, like, Weisswurst, like some kind of like a German Wurst, and then just like cut into pieces with really spicy mustard on the side? Yeah. It is German, right? Yeah. Uh, it is? All Quiet on the Western Front. Isn't yeah. it World War One? It's a German movie. Movie. So it's like from the German perspective. Mm-hmm. AKA heartbreaking, I think. Uh-huh. Morally gray, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. They're wrestling with the moral grayness. Banshees. Some kind of like finger, like a Halloween cookie. Yeah. 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 Could you do like what what kind of a pastry looks like a finger? I mean, I was just going to say, like, lady? so you have some pints of Guinness or something, but... You could just cut lady fingers and, like... And, like, put them... Can you, like, dip them in something? Like, I want something to be the nail. Yeah, well, like, you could... We just get that, like, crappy icing and, yeah. dri- and like, paint nails on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, like, conde- okay, condensed milk on one end. Like, the nail could be, like, condensed milk or, mm-hmm, or like, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly, like, shitty icing and then, like, a raspberry jam at the base. Yeah, like if it's been cut. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> it sounds delicious. Yeah. Um, fabulous. Because we have one dessert. That's great. Elvis. Well, Elvis's favorite food, famously, right, was like peanut butter, banana, and bacon sandwiches. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Right? Oh, that's great. Yeah. Peanut butter, banana, bacon bites. bites. Yeah. Just little <laughs> bites. Just like you don't want to have so much of it because like you don't want to drink all this. Oh my god! <laughs> don't want to overeat. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um. Uh. Yeah. I think that's great. Wait. Uh, sorry. I'm just rem- peanut butter, banana, bacon. Is that not touched on in the film? I'm sorry. <laughs> it may be, and I just forgot he, about it. No, because he doesn't play him until his. It's just like during the height of his career, right? He's not wearing. A, a you fat watch suit, him get famous. But you don't yes, watch him get. Yes. 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 Oh my God! It's like it's it's also because you may not know what actually fucking happened to Elvis. It's I crazy. Certainly don't. Beware the business manager slash money manager in these kinds of wild fucking situations. Tom Hanks I mean, in a fat suit. Tom Hanks in a fat suit. Well, son. <laughs> Or like, what, what, what? Yeah, something like that. Um, okay, so I love that. <laughs> Peanut butter. Would you put it on like a little piece of white bread? <gasps> oh, I want to cut them out into like rounds. Mm-hmm. Like a little round and then just have like a stack. Like banana. Okay, teeny round of bread, peanut butter, banana, like bacon slice. Yes. But like mini. Yes. But on bread. Yes. Oh, okay. It's a sandwich. I know, but we were then saying bites, which then it was like... Oh, I think bite to me just means smaller mm-hmm. version of it. Yeah, I was just imagining the round of the bread. All right, I'm so glad. Yeah. Easy to do. I did it recently, actually. Um, For what? <laughs> it was New Year's, and we were having caviar, and we didn't have anything to put it on, but we had some Martin's, my favorite, Martin's potato rolls. That's, that's so we toasted those and then took one of those round things, and... That's... Honestly, it's also like that is so much taste. Okay, I love a blini, 
But I think a p- little piece of white bread. I like, do too. And Martins were too flavorful, honestly. Oh, like too yeah. I want sugary. like a super thinly sliced pepperidge farm. Yeah. White loaf. Yep. Yeah. I think or that's l- the way to like go. A, yeah. Toasted. So mm-hmm. Because the blinis, it's like they always get, like yeah. they get, it's Doughy, too much. gummy. Yeah, exactly. yeah I yeah. agree. Agreed. Moving on. Fableman. Something. Uh, a matzah? A Ahala. Well, here's the thing. She has a thing about like plastic tablecloths. So actually, is it just that like you have a plastic tablecloth and it's like plastic tablecloths and like everything is kind of made of plastic. So you actually just do, well, I would never do this, but you know, everything just goes in the garbage. Maybe. But everything is disposable. Maybe. Um, What is she cooking in that movie? Uh, There are all these scenes of her like, well, kids, you're not listening, but uh, here, have some breakfast. I do. Oh, she's always making yeah, scrambled she's eggs. And, yeah, but the, it's all brown. Whatever's in that pan, I'm like, is it a hash? Yeah, and I think that's like what it's it's supposed to sort of be like. She's overcooking the eggs again. Yeah, that kind of thing. Like, oh, we all know that she's that bad at overworked that mom tr- trope. <laughs> Stressed out mom in the 1950s and 60s. Exactly. No, 60s, 60s and 70s. 50s. When was he born? He must be my mom's age, 45. Yeah. 1945, that is. He's not the age of 45. Yeah. Um, Top Gun. Oh, I have a good one for Top Gun. Great I think. Yours. Like Cocktail Weenies. Because Tom Hanks was in the movie Cocktail? No. Oh. Think of just because it's like such a... Because they're all such like, wieners. They all probably, it's like such a guy movie. It's like... It's not, it's though. Like, if you saw it, you would... It's oh so good. God. I loved it. It's about a bunch of... Me- Male pilots, no? And some females. Okay, they but just the Top Gun franchise is just, I just think it's got like to me it's Napoleonic really like, energy. It, Napoleon, small, oh, interesting. Like you think it has dick. small dick energy? Yeah. No, 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 no. You've got to watch this. This has some BDE if I've ever seen it. <laughs> Maybe not BDE, but like definitely DE. You're right, you're See? right. See, so cocktail But to me, I'm more like, it's so American. It's more like a pack of Lay's and a Coors Light. We haven't had any chips. Yeah. Yeah. We could do chips. Chop chips. gun chips. Chips and like a... And a, I love to eat chips on a plane. Or do you go back into dessert territory and you make like a sheet cake with red, white, and blue icing? Or like, oh, a watermelon granita. That feels very like 4th of July. Oh, wow. Whore water. Whore water. But that's like... that. Where it's March. There's no... There's no watermelons. There's no season? watermelons. Exactly. Shipping a watermelon straight here. What else could you do? Or you go like for the enemy side, which is literally like an unnamed, I mean, whatever the whole thing is. No, you could do like something that is served on planes, even though they're like fighter jets. No, it's just the style in which you serve it. It's like, yeah, you give everybody like a tiny, yeah, yeah, like tray, what are the, like a TV dinner. Like it's like, it's in like a TV dinner style. Oh yeah. That'd be fun. (laughs) No, No, it's too much of a stretch. No, I get it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Avatar, well, it's got to be something blue. I think there's, like, one house cocktail that's, like, disgusting. Oh, I, I think Avatar should be the cocktail. Okay. And if anyone, if Avatar wins, then we have to drink it. Otherwise, it just sits <laughs> on the table, on the buffet. It's spread. just, it's just, it's just a there. gigantic thing of blue curacao. It's a single martini glass filled with blue curacao. With, like, blueberries floating in it. Ugh, yeah. Is blue, what does blue curacao even taste like? <gasps> 
What do you imagine it tastes like? Okay, when I was young and my mom was on tour, I sometimes went on the bu- on the bus with mm-hmm. like all of the dancers, mm-hmm. and sometimes they would be drinking Blue Hawaii's, which What's was that? like it was like I think it's Blue Curacao with like rum or like who knows what. But so from my childhood, I have like a memory of the smell, <laughs> but I think it's like. Um, okay, hold on. Wait, uh, like amaretto-y maybe a little bit. What do you think? Whoa. But I'm making that up. I would hope that it's amaretto-y. My mind is like it tastes completely artificial. Oh, it definitely is artificial. I mean, that. well, the color could be artificial even though the flavoring might not be. Yeah. But are you above just putting a drop of food coloring into a drink? Of course not. But I want it to go along with, look... I have not seen Avatar. <laughs> Shocked Surprise! <to> <laughs> Surprise, everybody. I have not. What if Avatar was the one movie I did see? But sometimes I feel like you're Plot surprising twist. in that way, where you would be like, yeah, I saw it. What about and I'd it? be like, I really like it. I love Avatar. I fucking love James Cameron. I live for his movies. I mean, listen, 25 years of Titanic. What are you going to do about it? Oh, God. Um... What were you asking me? Am I above a blue... Mm, above putting a little bit of food um, Oh, no, no, no. But I think that the cocktail itself and the taste of it has to feel like the, the movie, which is that, like, I don't really want to drink that. I don't really want to watch that, you know? <laughs> I was not above going to see it, but I think then I just sort of, like, missed it. And Friday, I'm going to take myself on a date. I'm going to go see Magic Mike. Can I please come with you? Yeah, I have, I have literally no plans on Friday except to take myself to the movies and see Magic Mike. So, yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Um, that's very exciting. Uh, okay, I'm with you on the blue drink. You could also do like a blue jello shot kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So I just love the idea of like incorporating a fruit in some way with like a blueberry. Um, and you could also use Empress Gin to make it. <gasps> love. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be bad. That I think is what I was trying to go for. It's like it doesn't have to taste bad. Wow. Like that's blowing my mind. Thank you. Triangle of Sadness. Well, because I'm a connoisseur of the... the of Ruben Osterland. 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 Tell me. Um, I, I think like something hot, like oyster, something like you know, caviar, yeah. right? Like they're like really, really bougie. Yeah. You could do, I mean, because obviously we don't want to spend on caviar just for the Oscars. You could do like a trout row. Yeah. You could do like a, ooh, ooh, ooh. What about like, okay... A uh, uh, quail egg mm-hmm. with the top cut off. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, quail eggs are so small. Okay, with sorry. a tiny spoon. <laughs> with one piece of trout roe on top. Um, no, I'm just like, what are other... It's sort of like, how do you do all of the high-end ingredients without actually buying any of the high-end ingredients? I, you don't. Okay, fine. Then, well, oh, no, because we have a, too much bread right now. Yeah, what could be kind of high you end? You do a deviled egg with some trout roe on top. Yeah, and also you can get, there's certain caviars that are incredibly cheap, but I think they're maybe kind of fake. Like maybe it's like a like molecular gastronomy thing. Oh, oh yes. my God. Did you ever go to the, Me- the sorry, not Mexican, Um, the, what's it called? España? The, Sp- the Spanish market in Hudson Yards? Yes. Nope, didn't go. Okay. But convince myself <laughs> on the theme of but let me talk whatever about you it. believe is real. <laughs> I he, it's what's his name? It's Jose Andres. Yes. And he does like a molecular gastronomy olive where it's actually like a gelatinous thing, but mm-hmm. you put it in your mouth and it's like eating an olive. Anyway, <gasps> I don't know. I'm like 
Yeah, could you do like a cool? I mean, we're not going to do anything no. molecular like astronomy, but, but like you can it would get be cheaper fun. caviar. I know this because when I used to work at a vodka bar in my degenerate early twenties, we served a caviar cocktail, which wasn't like insanely expensive, and it was a martini, but it had a little tiny spoonful of caviar in the bottom. At the bottom. Yeah. Oh, yum. That's such a good idea. Actually, in San Diego, we went to a bar and they served what was called, it's called Neighborhood. If you guys are ever in San Diego, you should go. They said like, they have like a caviar bump. So it's like you have your dirty <laughs> martini and then you're like, oh, I would like a caviar bump on the side. And so it's literally like they come around with like a tray of caviar and like put some caviar on your hand and then you just like eat it off. Then you snort it off, man. Oh my God. <laughs> San Diego. But it was so delicious. It was great. I know San Diego. It's so hip. Uh, okay, what guys? We only have one last movie, which is women talking. Something. Yeah. You go. Well, okay. The only interaction I've ever had with a Mennonite community is when I was very young in Utah. We went to a Mennonite restaurant where they served fried chicken, and it was the best fried chicken I've ever had in my entire life, and biscuits with honey, which is very much not part of the movie. It's like if everybody was making this kind of food, everybody would be in heaven. And is that typical? Well, I don't know, but it seems like it's typical of the Mennonite community in Utah. Really? Anyway, it was were so Were they all amazing. wearing bonnets? Oh, yeah. They were in full gear. You can't not, like, do the gear. It's not oh just like... Oh, my God. <laughs> but when I go to work, I just, like, take it off and put on, like, a pair of jeans and a t-shirt. But I just... I thought maybe that, like, Mennonites owned it, but it was No, it was like a Mennonite... By... No, it was like a restaurant also for Mennonites. Uh-huh. But the, for some reason, this guy who lived in Utah brought us there, and it was incredible. Like, I, I, this is insane. I think I was probably eight years old, but I still remember the flavor of the honey and the butter and the biscuit. I mean, it was extraordinary. Wow. Because that's my memory of a Mennonite community, but also I recognize that that's not actually, that doesn't have anything to do with movies. And how did you feel about that movie? I withhold my... I'm biting my tongue. Okay. How'd you feel about that movie, Ari? I don't know. I didn't see it. I know. <laughs> Played um, the fifth. No. I, apparently the book is incredible. I would like to read the book and maybe mm-hmm. then I'll watch the movie again. Mm-hmm. To me, Mennonites, though, it feels very like flat breads, but I don't think that's true. I think that's just like me thinking like, they ran away and they didn't have time for <laughs> the dough to rise. You're just thinking you're literally... <laughs> <laughs> just thinking of a pat... Yeah, yep. It's just... Mm-hmm. Oh, there she goes. Uh, yeah, I think something like, yeah, I think like plain and nourishing and grain-based, but as we've got too many carbs on this many. I know. Uh, I think it should be the fried chicken and biscuits. Why or not? just do the fried chicken. Just do it all. Do it as like Sophie's memory as the closest person probably at the party to, <laughs> to the Mennonites. Um... Yeah, I mean, I think that's... I don't know if it's a good menu, but we certainly got something for everything. Great. Great. Cool. What are you hoping wins? <gasps> well, out of all of my favorite... My ten favorite films that I've seen multiple times, um, I mean, I don't know, because really the only one I liked and have seen. I'm sure I'll like more. I just but really haven't seen them. It's Banshees, one, and I did love it. But you're one for one. That's, like, great. Yeah, true. Maybe that's why I haven't seen more, because I don't want to break this spell right. that they're all going to be great. Right, that's why. That's, that's exactly why. why. You know, life started moving really fast, and uh, just miss those movies. I Going know. so many play openings. Guys, 
In case you didn't hear, Ari's very popular. She can't <laughs> stop going to play open. But I also think like going to the movies then makes it so much less of a chore. Do you know what I mean? It's like, no, I'm going to see this. I'm going, I'm leaving the house to see this movie tonight. And like somehow sitting in a theater feels like, it, of, of course none of it is actually a chore, but like it feels like less of a thing that you kind of have to do than if you're sitting at home watching it. Do you oh, know what I mean? It's like you're absolutely. sitting at home and you're like, but why would I watch this when I could just watch, insert oh. like name of dumb TV show here. Absolutely. And I'm trying to go see whichever ones are still, I know that, anyway, I'm not going to get on, into this on this show. It's okay. boring. We won't. We won't. But here's something that I was thinking about, which is a complete and utter tangent, but which I think you may be interested in. Okay. The natural wine situation. Uh-huh. There are now so many natural wines. The world is overpopulated with natural wines. But Harry and I made a cider this year mm -hmm. that we decided to do naturally. So we decided not to do sulfites, not to kill off the yeast, like all of that. So not to kill off the yeast, just to allow the natural yeast to develop. To develop. Developed. And it turned like bright green within a couple of months. What does that mean? That means it started to rot. Got it. So I was talking to Bianca about this on Friday. Bianca, our friend who is a wine expert, and she was like, oh yeah, there's no way that all of those people who say they don't use sulfites don't use sulfites. Like, there is literally no chemical way in which all of these natural wines could actually be produced in that style. And you want what from me? I just wanted, <laughs> well, I, I, I think maybe I just wanted you to say, wow, that's so wild. Okay, yeah. No, that is a wild thought. <laughs> Well, I don't know. It's like that had never occurred to me until Harry and I made this cider. And then I was like, oh, shit. It's as in just like it's harder than just being like, we just like allow the natural yeast to develop, man. And like see what happens. It's like you would make no money. As mm -hmm, in it's understandable, mm -hmm. of course, that people have to add sulfites because it's like either you have a wine that turns out as a wine or you have a wine that just turns out as rotten grape juice. Yeah. Um, and then also I feel like my palate is really not... Um, I can't discern, I'm bad at discerning between what orange wines are good and which ones are bad. Oh my God. Do you feel the same? Of course. I'm like, it's it all just, it's still all too new. But I do know what I like and what I don't like. And I'm not scared to say that I want one that tastes like kombucha. Yeah, I love one that tastes like kombucha. I agree. Because I feel like that is what people were saying when they were, when it became cool and then passe to say I want a funky wine that right. term became overused but I feel like what people really meant was oh I want a wine that tastes like kombucha I like kombucha I would like to drink kombucha yeah. during dinner but yeah I can't but, but I, can't. I fucking can't yeah. you know what I mean though like it's a flavor that people like it's it's sour mm -hmm. it's I'm, sour yeah it tastes fermented it tastes like you're maybe doing something really good for your gut Right. That's the illusion that I yeah. love. Same with sour beer. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, I could drink an entire bottle of kombucha-ish wine by myself, mm -hmm. and I would wake up the next morning feeling better. Yeah, with like, just, you know, my, my gut biome, my biomicrome. Those just microbes? Microbiome. 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 <gasps> what? Are you thinking? No, it's no. microbiome, biome. Of course it's microbiome, but... Io microbiome sounded feasible <laughs> in the moment because it started with bio. Yep, just anything really to uh, repopulate my gut since the internet makes me feel like there's nothing in there. 
you can't read any of that internet stuff. No, I know. But it's funny how they really do. If you are like a woman in her 30s, they're like, populate your gut with stuff. Somebody sent me the other day a thing about like the glucose goddess and how like you have to eat this before that and blah, blah, blah. I'm like... No, I already know what makes me feel good and what makes me feel bad. Like, I don't need to drink apple cider vinegar before I fucking take a bite of meat. Like, stop. Oh, my God. Also, could you imagine being that girl at a party being like, mm, hold on. I mean, the, how many people do you know who are still, like, gluten intolerant? And we're not talking about people who have celiac. We're talking about people who are, like, who are on a diet but call it an intolerance. Well, I don't know. See, that's tricky territory. Because All right, let's go ter- that's tricky terroir. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I do think that some people they don't have celiacs, but they don't. It doesn't agree with them. I know. I am talking about the people who are on a diet and call it call it gluten intolerance. I'm not talking about the people who are like, no, I literally break out on a rash. It's not celiac, but like something happens. I don't know anyone who does that anymore. Because or there was I- a long oh there was a long time where everybody was like. Oh, yeah, no, I am, like, gluten intolerant. Can't even do soy sauce. <gasps> Maybe some, but I don't know if people were throw, throwing around the word intolerant oh, in oh, my presence. Def- oh, no, they <laughs> definitely were huh. for at least, like, a year. Hmm. Well, you know, a lot of those people probably did go to nutritionists or, al- you know, allergy doctors and get we're just probably, like, you're intolerant. The- you are gluten intolerant. Doesn't mean you can't eat it. I was in Fairway the other day, and they still have a whole section of gluten-free. I'm like... Just put it with everything else. Yeah, we can tell. The people who can tell. The people who can tell can tell. Yeah. And the people who are on those diets check. Yes, exactly. Right. They check meticulously. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just... Oh, my God. I read that keto, it turns out, is unhealthy. What a shock. What a shock. We're all shocked to hear it. I can't believe that Starbucks is putting olive oil in their coffee now. What? I did not hear about this. Yes. Or I don't know if it's a specialty thing, but they're doing like a new coffee that has olive oil and I'm like is this is this like a um part of that weird what what's the coffee called that bulletproof yeah or bullet coffee bullet Bullet, bulletproof bulletproof whatever it is Mm -hmm. yeah wait like 10 years too late and also d where did you read this um, or like, were you out of Starbucks? And they were like, no, 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 like no, no, no. I don't know if it's arrived, but I read it and then they made a joke about it on, um, wait, wait, don't tell me, which is where I get all my news. That is so, huh. I wonder why they're doing it. I don't know. It's like, yeah. Has Starbucks ever been ahead of the curve? They were, they were with the curve on matcha. <laughs> matcha's good. Good matcha's good. Good matcha's good. But then every single time I get like a matcha latte, I'm like, oh, it's just a cup of milk that has some green powder in it. Correct. Like, I think if you're in if you're in a place that really makes excellent matcha and it's like, whatever, that's a different story. But if we're talking about, like, getting a matcha latte anywhere in New York City, it's just, like, literal cup full of oat milk and, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. with the green stuff whisked in. Mm-hmm. I remember when matcha was first becoming popular and I was talking to a guy about it and he was like, yeah, I took a shot of it, I voided my pants, and then I, like, slept for three hours. <laughs> Like, I think that's a very different matcha than the kind I've been having. I don't know. Like, and where does one procure this pant-voiding matcha? I, too, am trying to detox. I, too, too would like to empty my bowels and take a brief nap. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, I never even feel caffeinated from it. No, and that's why I like... I like to have a matcha when I'm... Usually, I order it when I'm ordering other beverages. Like, if I'm, mm. like... 
doing a long day of rehearsal or tech where it's like, all right, I'm going to need a coffee. I'm going to need a matcha. I'm, I'm going to need all these things. Yeah. And you want variety. And you want soothing and hot, but maybe not super caffeinated, but like, I want the illusion that it's a little caffeinated. It's not a going to bed tea. No, no. Of course, no, I mean, it is green tea. Yes, it is. But you know what this brought up for me? I, I This is something that um, I really hate. You know, when you go to, if you're ever so cursed as to go to brunch and the person sits down and they're like, no, I'm literally going to need like all of the drinks. Like I'm going to need like a tea and a coffee and an orange juice and maybe even like a cocktail. I, I, how many tables at a brunch restaurant do you think are saying that? They're probably saying that a lot, but I have been that person. I don't know if I've ever announced it, but I do take great joy to see the full lineup, which is coffee, orange juice, a Bloody Mary, maybe also, a, depends on how much extra cash I have, but like a detox, like a green mm, juice. Mm-hmm. And just to be switching back and forth between all of these options while I'm switching back and forth between like sweet and savory, which is what a good brunch should be. Yeah. Sa- you know, I hate brunch, but. I have no problem with the variety. I just have a problem with the announcement of it. Of course. As if it's something so extraordinary that like you're the only person who's ever thought to order multiple beverages at a meal. You know, it's just very, that thing of. Well, I think the next time you encounter that person or even walk by them, <laughs> overhear it, you should just walk right up to them and be like, well, drink them all right now. How fast can you drink them all? Show me. People like you that fucking ruin this meal for everyone else. Yeah, for the no, rest everyone- of us. Does the food not mean anything to you? I mean, but I'm, I'm, I, yes, I'm with you. I love, I wonder if like part of why we look so quiet on here. Hold on guys. I'm just going to do some volume switching. Now what happens? I think we need our better mics. Am I quieter? I don't know. We never tested anymore. Remember we used to do that? Well, yes. Is it working? No, I'm just at, I don't, I don't know. I think the last episode that I edited ended up being fine. I didn't get any complaints, but But Seth, thank you so much for telling us. Do we still both have Yetis? Yeah, but we we have to be separate. Sorry guys, I know this is boring. Well, okay. But yes, we will. No, we have to get those, those ones with the heavy basses. To be continued off the air. To be continued. Any last parting words before we dissolve into the night? It's so nice that the sun is setting later. Oh my God, Sunday is also daylight savings. It is? Yes. No, it's oh, not. Yes, oh my it God. Is. Oh my God. And there were like green buds on the trees. Oh my God. It's but this like, Sunday? Oh, I'm so yeah. happy. Oh, I'm, I'm, it's my favorite day of the year. I hate when people are like, but you can't, you don't get to, you lose an hour of sleep. I'm like, fuck that. Also, we're actors, it doesn't matter. But it's like, no, the point is, that the sun sets later. Mm-hmm. And when you have dinner at 8 p.m., it doesn't feel like the winter doldrums. Mm-hmm. It feels like the sexy sumdrums. The sumdrums. Yeah. So excited. But I'm also depressed that we didn't actually have a winter. I'm, like, very sad about that. Me too. There may be, like, a big April dump of some kind. Maybe. We'll see. Could there be one, like, next week? Yeah. Let's pray for it. <sighs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Hope you had some brilliant ideas for your Oscar parties. Yeah. Text us. Text us. Yeah. Here's my number. <laughs> no. DM us. Tag us. Tag us is what I meant. Tag us, Because we'll, guys. we'll check. Us. We probably won't check. I've I have been, been checking. Thank you. You're welcome. 
What? Well, it's true. You did the you did the Instagram for on years. Your own for, yeah. <laughs> One I'm year. pretty sure. No, because I joined. We started our podcast in February of 2019, mm-hmm. and I joined Instagram in like April of 2020. Okay. So get a grip, girl. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, hold on. Wait. I, I, hold on. Save. Save, not bye. Save. Don't stop. Save. Save. Bye. <laughs> bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.